Tapes and Scouts, a podcast where two friends review every single movie they watch. Sam, 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 Sam. Hi. Welcome, everybody, to Tapes and Scouts. Sam's been forced into this little room as well. Yes, she came willingly, but she is likely to stay. Yeah. Everybody who knows in this room is likely to stay. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a special room. Yeah. Pray he doesn't give you a sack. Yeah. That's what you got to hope for, because you don't get a sack. If you get a sack, you're definitely, you're a resident now. You're, you're like not a, just a visitor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I should get like a sash or something, like just says, just visitor. Yeah. 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 That'd be good. Knife you puppy. The knife, the knife puppy is a resident as well. She has a little sack on. She's very happy. She is happy with the sack. Much happier than I am. She has a hair. She has a hair suit to kind of block the uh, the damage the sack does. Yeah, which is tough. I mean, sacks want to be sacks. Sack, sacks on the skin. Sack, sack on sack, sack on the skin. Yeah, pretty much. That's weird. Yeah. All right. Well, my first. I'm gonna dive in. You're diving. I'm diving. Yep. Unhinged. 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 Unhinged from 2020. Ooh. I watched it on... I think a lot of us became unhinged in 2020. You ain't kidding. I watched this on April 8th. It's an hour 30, which is perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. But this movie's not perfect, but it's okay. That's okay. Action thriller directed by Derek Borte. Borte. I believe that's what I wrote. Starring... My son is also named Borte. (laughs) Oh. Starring Russell Crowe. Karen Pistorius, I'm guessing that's how it's pronounced. Pistorius. Pistorius. (laughs) Gabriel Bateman. Now it doesn't matter. (laughs) Your IMDb movie summary. After a confrontation with an unstable man at an intersection, a woman becomes the target of his rage. Rage. So this is the typical, um, don't cross me. This is like falling down on steroids, essentially. And I love falling down. Oh, well, it doesn't get much better than falling down. It doesn't. Russell Crowe is an unbelievable bastard the entire movie. Like Romper Stomper? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is... Uh, he's not a Nazi, but... He's not he's a, a Nazi, right? <laughs> well, we don't know that he's a Nazi. Yeah. Yeah, this is a more psychotic version of Falling Down, which I love way more than this. <laughs> it does a good job of being uncomfortable. Mm. And most of the budget had to have gone into car wrecks. There is so much damage done to vehicles in this movie. Nice. So all it is, is this woman has an argument with a guy at an intersection, and he stalks her for the rest of the movie. Nice. You get a scene early on where Russell Crowe, and this is a big, fat, crazy Russell Crowe. Nice. He is, you see him go into what is you assume is his wife's house, and there's another man in there. Okay. And... You're under the impression that he already knew that. And he just hits everybody. Wow. This is a hard movie to watch. There is physical violence. Wow. And he just burns the whole place down and murders everybody. My goodness. So that happens early on, and they do that for two reasons. They show you how unhinged he is. Yeah. And... The police are looking for him the whole movie as well. Okay. So you've got a couple of things going against each other at the same time. Chase on chase. Yeah. He's chasing this woman. He's tormenting her, following her son, and he's 
uh, being chased by the cops. They can't really find him. He keeps switching vehicles. Oh, interesting. There's a lot. And he doesn't care if he gets caught, shot. He doesn't give a shit. Right. He's just done. He just wants to. He's taking it out on this woman because he's already, he's already, he was already done. Yeah. And then this woman set him off. And right. he gave her ample chances in his, in his brain to apologize and everything would have been cool. And she didn't take it. She was just like, you know what? Fuck you, asshole. Wow. And I was like, mm-mm. Wrong person, wrong time. Damn. The length that Russell Crowe goes to get back at her is insane. That sounds right. Like but the they, hitcher. Was that? Like the hitcher. It is like the hitcher. Yeah. I think they do a pretty good job of explaining how he manages to do it. Oh, that's cool. Because he's got the element of surprise and like, it's like, oh, you, you he like takes her phone mm-hmm. and because she left her car unlocked when she got gas or something. And right. He's like, all right, now I got your phone. I got all your informations. He tracks her with like the Find My Phone app like, oh, with geez. the iPad. Like, yeah. He does all kinds of smart, when yeah. you think about it, things. Smart but terrifying. Smartly terrifying, Russell Crowe. Uh, it is wild. And again, there is violence because he. there's moments where he does catch up with her. He's punching her. He's punching other people. Holy shit. The kid is like, I don't know, 12 or 13. He gets slapped around. Like, Damn. This is an uncomfortable movie. Yeah, geez. I was very surprised to the level of this. Yeah, they weren't afraid to go there. They were not. And I think it pays off in a way. Cool. So IMDb gave it a 6.0. Fair. Yeah. Rotten Tomato critics, 48% out of 200 critics. The audience, 77% out of 2,500 plus. <laughs> the mean old audience who loves to see people get battered. They love that shit. Uh, I am going to give it the lowest score, which is a 4.5. Ooh. Mother-in-law gave it a 5.0. She's like, let's watch this one where Russell Crowe punch on people. Yeah. All right. <laughs> is it a documentary? Um, <laughs> got him. Got him. Uh, it's okay. It's just so tough to watch. Yeah. And it, I think... Given how tough it is to watch, I think it goes. It feels like it goes too long. It really doesn't. Oh, certainly. It really doesn't. It's just so much. Yeah. Of a believable thing. Absolutely. Give movies like The Hitcher and Joyride, things yeah. like that, that that play on this kind of like tension, terror, road kind of like you're running away. So you have, you have all this open space to run away. Yeah. Makes it tough. And seeing a contemporary version is interesting. But if you said it's so, it's already tough when you're building that level of tension. But to pay off and know you're scaring people because of the level you're willing to go to in the film is interesting right i think it's worth watching like i said i didn't rate it super high because it's hard for me but i think it's worth just an experience right to see it absolutely uh 2020 hey 2020 the babysitter 2 Oh, Killer Queen. Nice. I watched this. Yeah, I watched this in September of 2020. It is one hour and 41 minutes. It's a horror comedy directed again by McGee, starring Jenna Ortega, Emily Alln Lynn, and Judah Lewis. Emily's Alln Lynn. Yeah, Lind. Lind. Whatever. Lind. It's Lind. If you recall, I liked the first one a lot. Yeah, I'm curious because it left the question that uh, does this follow the, the the young girl again or if it follows the boy right. grown up kind of thing. Yeah. I'm very curious to see. Two years after defeating a satanic cult led by his babysitter, B, Cole must once again outsmart the forces of evil when old enemies return. What? He made enemies? <laughs> Boy. The soundtrack for this movie, both the the songs they selected, the actual like sound, like the score track and the music track for this are fucking awesome. Nice. It's really good. I have now run out of good things to say about this film. Uh, it is a wretched pile of shit. Ah, uh, that stinks. Uh, Mick G's done some movies that I like. Mick G's done some movies that I hate. This is amongst the larger number, probably, of Mick G efforts mm. that I dislike. He's so much style and no substance. Anybody who read the script would have been like, this is in no way comparable to the first one. Mick G, however, is like, I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> it's 
awful. It's so bad. It's like there's jokes where the kid pees and then he pees on somebody later on and it's just like, this is awful. Like, I feel like the girl who just got peed on for no reason in this film by w- simply watching this film. That happens late enough in the movie. I couldn't just abandon it, though. Like, we are we were in. You watched it. Sam watched it with me. <laughs> Sam denies it's, it. <laughs> it's awful. Like, the jokes are lazy. There's weird references that are like nonsensical to things that happened a long time ago. That I guess they're just trying to like like reference enough stuff to make somebody go, oh, I like that thing. Maybe I'll like this film. Ugh. It's bad. It's like confusing and the story doesn't like really like it's there, but it's like they choose to do a lot of like stopping the movie to do a thing. It's like so hyper stylized, which is a McGeeism, but it's so bad. Do not waste your time. The first one's very good. This one is very ungood. Oh, not ungood. 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 Straight up ungood. IMDb gives it a 5.8 out of 10 because they are drunk. Rotten Tomatoes critics, who are also drunk, all 40 of them, gave this 48%. Hmm. The audience, who is straight up high, 500 plus, give it 61%. And I, a grounded, sober individual, give this 3 out of 10. Sam's score is a 2 out of 10. Yeesh. It is awful, but Bear McCreary on the soundtrack and the score track fantastic work is that where most of the score comes from the yeah. soundtrack and the score it's so good I yeah love oh yeah score a score can pull a movie up for it, sure. there's some definite scenes that get hyped up by the energy and interest by the soundtrack and then like mick g visually he's a music video guy right so like some of the stuff that there's a couple cool moments like oh that's neat the rest of it is garbage though man like mm. it's bad like you could listen to a sound you could just list pull out the songs from the soundtrack listen to that and like watch a compilation of people getting killed from horror movies you'd have a better time than this jeez yeah it's wretched yeesh suck it mcg suck it but uh but if you want to come on the podcast and talk to us about the babysitter too you're more than welcome no we'll talk about something else mcg talk about something else max might but i want to talk specifically about the babysitter too yikes <laughs> come on mcg you can't handle this you can't handle talking about this piece of crap no i'll you, tear McG? you down no you can't defend this you cannot defend this film what if we did that and he was just like oh, yes yeah, shite just shite hey i mean again like you say all the time sell out for cheap Oh yeah. No disrespect to him for making the movie. I'm sure he made a decent amount of money off of it. Yeah. You can't he can't tell me, like, you know what I mean, to my face that I thought this was a great script. He's lying. He's a liar if he say you're a liar if you say that. Shout out kids, uh, you got to you got to sell out cheap. Yeah, absolutely. Sell out but don't lie. Be honest. Yeah. If you're if you're making garbage cuz you got lots of money, like they gave me lots of money to make garbage, I'm down. I'd do the same thing. Hell yeah. Anybody out there wants me to make you some garbage, let me know. No shame. But don't lie and try to tell me you think it's good. Unless you're paying me to lie. You call it, yeah, well, all right. Fair enough. But yeah. you got to call that turd a turd. My loyalties can also be bought. <laughs> so next movie is uh, a good one. Ooh, I like good movies. Yes. I hadn't heard of this one. Okay. But uh, it's pretty decent. It's from 2012. Seven Psychopaths. Ooh. Are you familiar? I know the name. Yes, I'm pretty sure I'm familiar. It's, I haven't seen it, but it won, I think, the advertising. Is Tom Waits in this movie? I don't think Tom Waits was in this movie. No. I'll have to look it up real quick. Now I'm like, where was it. Tom Waits? <laughs> I'll look it up while you're talking about it. I watched this on April 10th. It's an hour 50. It is a comedy crime movie mm-hmm. directed by Martin McDonough. Donna? Donna? He did uh, In Bruges. Yes. Three bill- billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Mm-hmm. This movie features Colin Farrell, Woody Harrelson, Sam Rockwell, and Christopher Walken. And they're all incredibly awesome. Yeah, all those people are incredibly awesome. To get them all together is a treat. IMDb movie summary. A struggling screenwriter inadvertently... Tom Waits. 
Tom Waits. Plays hey. a character called Zachariah. I don't even remember this. <laughs> yep. I think that might be the goon guy. Well, Tom sense. Waits great. Tom Every- Waits is a goon guy, too. Everybody take a minute and check out some Tom Waits. Oh, do yourself a favor. Yeah, he's great. Uh, a struggling screenwriter inadvertently becomes entangled in the Los Angeles criminal underworld after his oddball friends kidnap a gangster's beloved Shih Tzu. Yep. Yep. Bullet points. This is a wild Sam Rockwell performance. He outshines everyone. And everyone else is awesome. I was going to say that to say he outshines the rest of that cast is insane. I love Sam Rockwell. This put him a, a couple steps higher in my, in my Unbelievable. Yeah, he's, he's great. He's so good. Amazing psychopath story about a rabbi who was wronged. Hmm. Uh, Farrell is a drunk and gives no fucks. I like that. Uh, which works for his character, or he just really doesn't care about his actions. Like, eh, whatever. Uh, he is actually a... Uh, He's writing a story called Seven Psychopaths. Okay. So that's where the name comes from. And he's like having writer's block. And he's had some success before. So he's like at Hollywood parties. He's that's And cool. Sam Rockwell's his friend. Christopher Walken is Sam Rockwell's friend. Oh, interesting. And Woody Harrelson is the gangster whose shih tzu gets taken mm. from him. That's cool. Uh, he's a great mob boss character and being a dick to absolutely everyone. Nice. Woody Harrelson, pretty good. That's cool. Uh, Walken's performance is pretty heartfelt for this weird movie. He's just good and weird. So he's writing a story and he's trying to come up with these seven psychopaths and everything he comes up with is kind of garbage and he's got nothing. So then he's talking to Sam Rockwell and Sam Rockwell's like, I heard about this one guy one time and he tells him a story of him. He's like, all right, maybe I can adapt something like that into my story. And he's going through it and going through it. The rabbi story is amazing. It's about a guy who I think he kills the rabbi's daughter. I don't remember if he raped her, but it's like he murdered this guy's daughter. And the guy was Mormon, Amish, something. Okay. So he stalks him. And everywhere this guy goes, even though he went to, he did his time in jail, he got out. Everywhere he goes, he looks out the window, there he is. Nice. He goes to the supermarket, there he is. And he does it. And he finally is like, I can't get it. He starts losing it. So he looks out the window and there he is. Yeah. So he slices his throat and he's like well now I'll go to hell you won't be there it was a rabbi yeah. was a rabbi that was important to him he's like you won't go to hell and the rabbi sees him do it and he takes out a knife and he cuts his own throat suicides go straight to hell nice it is wild that's cool um, this movie I don't want to tell you too much more about it because there's so much going on but they kidnap a dog it's the wrong dog to take that's and cool it sets off a wild just unbelievable chain of events and Sam Rockwell is bonkers that's awesome. Absolutely bonkers. So check it out. I think it's a great movie. I think I might have overhyped it. Let's see. I don't remember my score. No, it's fine. <laughs> I was going to say. It's right, fine. It's a 4.5. It's a 4. <laughs> Sam Rockwell is a douche. No. Uh, IMDb gave it a 7.2. 219 critics reviewed it to an 83%. Nice. 100,000 plus. Gave it a 71%. Mm. I gave it a 7. Nice. And the mother-in-law gave it a 7.5. Nice. The movie's solid. Very cool. It could be improved upon in little ways, but you're not going to predict a lot of what happens, and you're going to enjoy it. None of those ways are Sam Rockwell, I can tell you that. <sighs> Sam Rockwell is unhinged in the most beautiful way in this That's movie. That's awesome. He's often the best part of a lot of movies. I agree. Just yeah. watch Moon. Watch Moon. Watch Moon while listening to some Tom Waits. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine? Whew. Uh, I watched a movie. Ooh. It's from 1999. Sleepy Hollow. Oh, wait, is this the one that's got the walk-ins? That's him. Oh, he looks so cool in this. He does. He got fangs. He does. He, uh, yeah, Christopher Walken dot the latter half of this podcast. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I watched this in September of 2020. It's one hour and 46 minutes. The genre is horror. It's directed by old Timmy Burton. Hey, that guy. Starring Johnny Depp, Christina Ricci, and the Christopher Walken. Yeah. Movie summary, Constable Ichabod Crane is sent to Sleepy Hollow to investigate the decapitations of three people and a rumor that the culprit is a legendary apparition known as the Headless Horseman. Doom, doom, doom. Uh, my thoughts on this movie is, this is like pretty much like if I could, if somebody was like, draw me a picture of Tim Burton, that is Tim Burton, it would be a scene from this film. Sure. It is like purples and blacks and it's gothic and it's dreary but beautiful. A lot of fog. A lot of fog, a lot of like, uh, like flourishes and accents, like beautifully horror gothic. Like it's idealized gothic horror. And that's very a Tim Burton kind of sense to me. For sure. Like, I feel like there's that version of Tim Burton, and then there's the Beetlejuice way out there, lime green, pink. You know what I mean? Like, there's those two ends of it. And I feel like that's kind of... On this one, obviously, he leans very hard into the horror. And as he should. Definitely. I think Christopher Walken's a solid choice for the Hessian as... Oh, the, my God. He's so good. He looks so good with the like the... Like, the crazy, piercing blue eyes and the fangs, and he looks horrifying... It's like, you're almost like, I'd rather deal with the headless one, please. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. I think everybody does a nice job in this. The cast is great. I think Depp is really fun as this character. I was the right age for this movie, though. Sure. Uh, definitely, like, old enough where it's like, oh, it's so interesting. Like, he had this, like, a pocket, apothecary bag of, like, steampunky bullshit. That's like, oh, it's neat. He's got, like, little goggles and shit. Like, I think that's pretty neat. He's got forceps before they started using forceps and all this cool shit. Uh, interesting to kind of at change the character from Ichabod being a school teacher in to being a constable really interesting and they kind of can't stand him so they send him out to sleepy hollow just to get him out of their hair is a really interesting little twist to it i think it works overall it's not the best thing ever it definitely can be a bit bland at times and very like it's horror right. but some of the effects and the like the uh the visuals they were doing for this at this time was really interesting uh the ad campaign was great if you went to the theater this was everywhere it was on your popcorn bags yep. it was like there were three posters there was the giant oversized uh like cardboard cutout in the lobby for this film this marketing was nuts for this film yeah man for sure. um but it's fun the music's cool christina ricci's great i think Johnny depp's her. good yeah she's good in this one overall it's solid it's a fun watch i think i think people tend to go back and i think tim burton kind of because tim Burton has such strong work in his body of work. I think those are the artists that tend to get beat up a little bit when they do one that's like all right. And I think this one isn't all right. I agree. But I think people really beat him down when he does an all right film because there's, it's Tim Burton. This is the guy who did Beetlejuice. You know what I mean? Like, it's got to be great. He's done so many great films. It's like he's done a couple. Like, it's all right. Like, I like Batman. I like Beetlejuice. I like, you know what I mean? A lot of his earlier stuff. I love Pee Wee. But, you know, it's pretty good. IMDb is at a 7.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics, 122 of them, give them the second best possible score you can get. Nice. Yeah, 69%. Audience, 250,000 plus, give it 80%. And I, who am incapable of giving a 6.9 on the podcast, I told you it was fun. Give it a 6.5 out of 10. That's fair. Pretty good. It's a good, fun watch. Yeah, I was debating going back and watching this one because it's been a while. It's, it came up on Netflix. I'm like, oh, I like this movie. I'll watch it. This. this is fun. Yeah. Walking's so good. I just always remembered walking just really. Because at first you're like, I don't know. That could go horribly good or horribly wrong. And yeah. No, he crushes it, man. Yeah, it's very good. Very fun. You're very good. Very fun. I try. <laughs>